welcome to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. We're four season ticket holders at Ashton Gate who love the club, the game and all things Bears. So for a light-hearted take on Bristol's progress on and off the pitch, this season stay tuned. In this week's show, we have an actual Bristol Bears fixture to talk about as the season resumes at the weekend with Saracens' visit to Ashton Gate. Here are our thoughts on the starting 15 and our predictions for the game. We also discussed the long-awaited announcement of the options for season card and match ticket holders and the news that BT Sport will cover every game. But will we see any more games in person or is it going to be a Thatcher's or two in front of the TV for the rest of the season. I'm Tony and this week I'm joined on the phone by Lee, Miles and Pete for a cheeky beer and some rugby banter. Gentlemen, it's great to speak to you again. The last time we talked was the 22nd of July, that was episode 36. Lots happened since then, but uh, before we get on to the Bristol Bears and the rugby, let's uh, let's go round our uh, cyber table, if you like, and see how everybody is. Miles, you are with us today. Um, how are you, fella? Brilliant. I'm sitting, I'm in the comfort of my own mansion in Southfield. Uh, one kid sent away from a sleepover, so only one to contend with tonight. Uh, I've, and it, you know, it's been a long time since we've been together on the same phone in. I've been down to visit Peter, his mansion in the in between Selcombe. But it's good to be back in our home in Bristol with a cheeky oh, kind of tribute on the old coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and someone's interrupted. Who, who, who have we got there interrupting this important Bristol Bears broadcast? Who's honing who's that responsibility? Is that you, Pete? It is. I'm really sorry, everybody. Um, you know, the last time we spoke, I was on holiday. Um, but guess what? I still am. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm in a slightly... T- well, that's one of the benefits of being a teacher. You work really hard all year and you get a nice holiday in the summer. So two weeks ago, I think it was, I was uh, outside the Winking Prawn at North Sands in the beautiful Silcombe Estuary. But now I've moved about half a mile down the, the estuary and I'm... Uh, I'm actually staying with some friends in a beach house overlooking uh, the beautiful Kingsbridge Estuary. Um, Salcombe is in the opposite me at the moment. I'm stood on a balcony with a hot tub to my side. Um, I did have a glass of Prosecco, but I put that away for this and got myself batches. And uh, um, I'm, uh, I'm looking towards Salcombe. It's a sort of Mediterranean view. The sun is out, um, but I'm still getting interrupted by my family so I do apologise for that <laughs> that's fine I just please tell me that you're not in your speedos in the hot tub doing this well do you know what I'm actually looking in the mirror because I've actually now got inside and I'm wearing a pair of um, red kind of I look a bit like David Hasselhoff <laughs> as he looks now to be honest to be fair uh, a pair of red not speedos but a pair of red kind of RNLI lifesaver but, uh, swimming shorts and uh, I'll leave it at that you'll, you'll do anything to get the ladies to talk to you on the beach won't you Pete oh. anyway let's go to Lee Lee Fella how are you well I, I was better before obviously all that information that Pete's just sent over uh, that's another 200 listeners down isn't it but uh, <laughs> apart, apart from that I'm doing alright Pete TC I'm in, uh, I'm in obviously the the poor side of North Street. I'm in the uh, the Ashton end of BS3, uh, and I've just opened up a, a cheeky can of Arbor Ales from our friend up on the on the road on the main road. Well, that 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 is splendid, and I've got to say, after Pete's uh, mention of budgie smugglers or Bristol Bear speedos, um, there, there wasn't much um, velocity behind that campaign, Pete. I don't think anybody came online to to agree with that. So I think you might still have a season or so before you can 
can uh, update your swimwear with uh, Brisley stuck on your front. Well, to be, I, well, I was thinking about getting in contact with Nathan Hughes, actually, because I thought a kind of sweet city um, budgie smuggler crossover thing would go down well, you know, with a, his kind of Fijian heritage, Pacific Island. Um, but I'm still waiting to hear back from him. Right, OK. <laughs> Now, let's get on to some rugby, chaps. It was mid-March when we last talked about a proper game, that win against Harlequins, and now we are on the cusp of the rugby season starting again. All kicks off on Friday. We're recording this on Monday night. Um, But, of course, Bristol play their first game back. It's a 4.30 kick-off on Saturday against Saracens, live on BT Sport 1 HD. So... um, Um, A little reminder for those, and it's been such a long time, hasn't it, since we've played any games. Obviously, the reverse fixture earlier in the season, um, we lost 47-13 at Allianz Park. Um, You you went to that one, Miles, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, that was a good game. We were up nearly coming up to half-time. It was looking pretty impressive, but then they just, you know, turned a screw and slaughtered us in the second half. And, yeah, they, they played the blinder. Let's hope the tide has turned slightly and we get the upper hand this Saturday and absolutely crucify uh, Saracens. That's what, that's what I would hope. Well, they scored seven tries that day. Um, two went to Max Mallins and one for Ben Earl. So um, I, I, they certainly won't be crossing uh, in, in red shirts for uh, for this game. Um, but of course, that started uh, our worst run of the season. That was three straight defeats. So follow, following the Saracens game, we lost 21-26 at home to Wasps. That New Year's... Um, was it New Year's Eve or New just into the New it was Year? Twenty eighth, wasn't it? Yeah, it December. Was, it, it was the just between the in between eight, um, and then there was the thirty one eighteen loss away at Leicester. So uh, that 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 uh, defeat at uh, Saracen started that run of three defeats, and uh, that was the worst run of the season. Uh, but let's remember more positive things. Uh, last season at Ashton Gate, we beat Saracens twenty three twenty one with Ian Madigan scoring. Uh, another stoppage time winner so that's the reason it was a cracker it it was a cracker Um, and uh, of course Max Mallins started that game at number 10 um, and Ben Earl was on the bench so um, let's talk about how we see this one going I'll give you a bit of time to think about a score prediction but uh, let's come to to Lee first Um, we, we, we have mentioned this over the last one or two podcasts but now as we're getting towards the nitty gritty how do you see this result going or this game okay so I've come down slightly on the giving them a good pasting um, but only slightly but I just think I, we don't know what side series are going to put out yet do we still and I just think there's going to be I, just, I was thinking actually after the last pod you know the football the first kind of few weeks the players were still a bit rusty and you know still getting into their stride um, a lot of people would say obviously Spurs are still trying to get into their stride but um, I, just, I just think we. I think we will win convincingly but I think it will be not quite as convincingly as I first thought because of um, 
just ring rustiness, I, I, I personally think. Go on then, Lee. Give, do, give, do you give, want a, pr- a prediction? Give me a score prediction. Uh, we're going to do right. this for the rest of the season now to see uh, which one of the four of us is um, either the luckiest with uh, these predictions or the most insightful. Well, obviously, being a betting man, I think we, we need to have something on this, don't we? So are we going to have maybe a pint on the, on the winner? Well, I... I'm, oh, or, or maybe Miles could donate a case from um, from his sellers of uh, something yeah, fine yeah, from happy, France. Happy to do that, lads. Cool. Very right. kind of you, Miles. Thanks, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so, Lee, what what score then? Right, I'm going to go for 28-14. To Bristol. To Bristol. Okay, let's go down to um, the South Hams then. Pete, your thoughts? Are we going to see um, a dramatic win like we did last season at Ashton Gate, or uh, are we look, or are we going to have another heavy loss like we saw at Allianz Park uh, in December? Well, it's interesting that Lee kind of used a, a footballing analogy for his analysis, so I think I'm going to do the same, and I'm, I'm going to use a, more of a Southampton football club analogy, the team that dominated post-COVID, lock, uh, the easing of the lockdown, Project Restart. And I think that, um, I think Bristol will do what Saints did, come back fit as fiddles, fit as butchers' dogs. Pat Lamb been drilling them, a bit like Hasenhutl drilled the Saints, um, ready to go, raring to go. And I, I still stand by what I said a few weeks ago. I think we're going to hit the ground running. I think teams are going to look at us and think, oh my God, what have we got? I, I take Lee's point about ring rustiness. That's a possibility, but every team's going to have it. And I think we're going to, you know, I, I think when you look at our new our new training ground I think the way Pat's been talking I think the, the you know I, I think I think we're going to you know I think I stand by what I said before I think we're going to hit the ground running hit it hard and, and I think Saracens are going to despite what team they put out are going to are going to struggle so I'm looking at uh, maybe 30 points on them so what's your um, score prediction then yeah, I, I think I'll stick with. I mean, they might. Score. I mean, you know, the trouble is when you when you attack, you're always leaving yourself open. So it could be quite a. I think they could score a couple of tries. I think we'll go. What are we saying? Come on, Pete. I want to score, not a thesis. 30, 15. <laughs> 30, if you put this, yeah. Thirty fifteen. Yeah. R- right. A bit like That's when Saints beat Man City. Then. <laughs> hey. I think I think this is going to be a tough one. Obviously, we haven't 
got much of a home advantage with no no crowd at the gate. Um, although they've lost a lot of players, they've still got a pretty formidable squad. Um, I I think it will be close, and I'm going to go for a Bristol Bears win by 20 points to 17. Oh, Mr. Sensible. <laughs> yeah, so I think we'll get. I think we'll collect four points, um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, they might get a losing bonus point. So uh, there we are. So I've gone for twenty seventeen. Pete's gone for thirty points to fifteen. Lee twenty eight fourteen, and Miles thirty one. 17. So, look forward to seeing who was the closest. Hi, I'm Nathan Hughes. You're listening to Beers Beyond the Gate. We've been away for so long and I know lots of people like, lots of fans like to speculate on what the starting 15 will be. I'm sure we'll find out around midday on Friday. Um, but let's let's give our thoughts then. So, let's start with the front row. Let me come to Pete first. Who, who do you think uh, we'll see in the front row? Is that, is that only because you said some like episode 15 that I look a bit like a prop is that why you've come to me (laughs) say what mate this this month down in the south coast I'm coming back more like a thoroughbred I've got to say but anyway um, I think very simple this one Big Jake Woolmore absolute legend workhorse you know a pat prodigy he'll be loose head I think hopefully if Harry Thacker has got over that injury that he was out with um, then he's got to be a starter at number two and then it's got to be Sinclair tight head um, you know what's the point of spending all that money um, so I think so I'm going Woolmore Thacker Sinclair front three and, and Lee Miles any any other thoughts around that that's certainly the three that I had down on my piece of paper uh, yeah, can, can, can't disagree with that. I would say that what what strength and depth now because we've still yeah. got obviously Max Laheath there who can play both. We've got Jan Thomas. Yeah, obviously will keep on hasn't let us down. Um, and and Big John and obviously we we've yeah. still got Mr Armstrong there as well. I think yeah. fit Jake yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you think of our strength our, yeah. and depth. Our substitute back row could be. Um, well, let's let's come on to that at the end. Yeah. Let's come on to that at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. However, yeah, yeah, however, sorry. I will say um, on social media, Jake Armstrong was looked like he'd had an operation. Was it last oh. week? Because he was saying, "I'm bionic." Oh, you're now. right. Yes, yeah, you're right. So I I think Jake Armstrong will be out for. A few weeks, because I don't know, unless it was the snip or um, a hair transplant, which I don't, I don't think he needs. Um, um, I, it looks like he, he's got a little niggle that's uh, had to go under the surgeon's knife. So we're going Woolmore, Thacker and Sinclair. Um, let's yeah. come to uh, Miles next. Um, who is going to be there in the second row do you think oh, the two locks tricky you know the problem is that it's been so long since we've seen the game almost forget who's a bit in our squad I mean well you do well, you, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know that I mean I wasn't even at the Harlequins game I was at my ski lodge in the Alps wasn't I so I didn't even get to see that. yeah that's when you brought back anyway yeah, yeah. carry on well, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah that was about the, that was about the time wasn't it that, that we had the outbreak in this country <laughs> exactly that's what I'm about to say yeah, that's mm. when it all. You know, they 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 didn't bother shutting the borders, did they? They let them in. Uh, Miles, Wendy, and my missus in, and suddenly there's an outbreak. Yeah, exactly. came back in the old champagne cases, didn't it? 
But mm. you know, yeah, anyway. <laughs> to be fair, uh, Big Dave Atwood, he was, you know, he was certainly in Pat's favour at the time at yeah. the second row. Um, but uh, yeah, but the second person, I mean, I, it, it seems to sort of chop and change from week to week, really. So, oh, no, it I don't doesn't. Know. Bob, no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> You're all over the place, Pat. Analysis. Chris Vui is number of one. It is on the number one. All right, I'll let, let you off. Guaranteed started unless he's injured. Vui, he's an oh. he was an absolute legend. I would season. give I would give Dave Atwood for yeah. uh, from, for a second choice as well. Though, yeah, to, I to think be fair right to there, Mr. Mark, Miles. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so, so we. What out of two? So we're all going. <laughs> out of two. We're, we're going Vui and Atwood then. Yeah. yeah. That's Let, let's uh, then go to uh, the back row. Let me come to you, Lee. Who do you think is going to be there at uh, six, seven, and eight? Right. Blindside obviously picks itself, doesn't it, Mister Superman, Mister Stephen Lua to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously. Dan for me at seven, um, always all day long. Well, he's um, busy lifting all them cows, isn't he? So he has, yeah. He's, he's going to be, he's, he'll be all bulked up. He'll look like Big Nafe now. And obviously, talking to Big Nafe, obviously that's my that's my number eight. Yeah. Well, that that, that was the ones I had down as well. Any anybody any any thoughts well, that Earl might start against Saracens? Could you could make an argument that yeah. Start for Hugh, uh, for Thomas, but I think Pat will stick with. If Dan Thomas is fighting fit with all that cow lifting, you know he knows that he knows the team. I, I think he'll start with Thomas, and Earl will yeah. just be. He'll be like he'll be on a kind of leash, ready to be unleashed when he's ready. And Pat will have him chomping at the side, and Ben Earl will come on, hopefully short back and sides, ready for the uh, ready for the onslaught. So yeah, I agree I mean, with you. I think I think it'll be those three. Dan's, Dan's our player, isn't he? He's a Bristol player, so, you know, it, it, he's, he's got a star. I mean, he never, ever lets us down. No. So. I think it would be a, it'd be a kick in the... I don't think Pat, psychologically, I think it would, if Pat put Earl in straight away, um, if they're both fully fit, I, I, you know, I don't think that's a very... I don't think it's a psychologically good thing to do for the, the morale, no. potentially for no. the morale. I mean, I think no. Earl's got to earn his right to be there. He's only on yeah. loan anyway, isn't he? So... I mean, the, the, the new recruits need to work their way into that team, yeah. don't yeah, and I um, mean, you know, that's why they're here. So I'd be, I'd put it this way: I, I personally, I'd be very surprised if Earl started. But you know, he's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong, but I'd be surprised if he started. Okay, so let's. That's that's the pack. Um, nine and ten. Um, I'll, I'll take that. I, I would imagine it's going to be fairly fairly obvious that it's uh, Randall and Sheedy at 9 and 10 I think Max Mallins has had a hamstring injury hasn't he so could have possibly um, pushed but you know Sheedy the way he's played this season I think he's one of the first names on the team sheet and I, I think Randall had established himself as the, the yeah. starting nine Spice so. Boys aren't they Numero, numero uno The Clifton, the Clifton yeah. Spice Boys yeah. I reckon they'll be yeah you're right they'll, be, they'll have been working in tandem during lockdown I reckon yeah so go for oh it. actually yeah, just talking just talk just talking about Sheedy, can I have a, an extra point if uh, if if Callum hits a post with a, with a penalty or a conversion on uh, on Saturday? No, because that's likely to happen. We we know that, don't we? <laughs> Hope, hopefully, it's the inside of the post and ricocheting in. Um, but 
Okay, let's move on. Shall I tell you what? Let's we'll give Miles a chance to look up on his phone the the, the squad, um, the yeah, Bristol Bears squad. Our Miles, I'll come to I'll, redeem himself. Yeah, I'll come to you in a minute and ask you about the wingers. Um, but uh, ask him fullback. Pete, oh. oh yeah, no. Let, let's give Miles fullback, and and we'll give Go him five, five minutes to think about that. So I'll come to you then, Pete. Who who do you think yeah. is going to start on the wings? I think, um, obviously, the Wizard of Oz on one of them. Um, again, this is all speculation on our point that these boys are all full fighting fit. Um, but the second wing could be... That's the where, where I was pondering about this because initially I'd have said Alipati. Um you know, he, he's, he never lets down. In first game back, you want a solid performer, you know, with obviously electric pace, very good in defence. Saracens, you know, as we, you know, joking aside, I mean, they are going to be a, a, a good team. There's no doubt about it. And he is a solid player. But I just, it'd be interesting to know how, you know, Purdy's done in, in pre-season. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm allowed to introduce, given this nautical turn, given I actually am in a very nautical place and there are many of them in front of me. But, you know, we know that we love the cut of Purdy's jib. And he, he was uh, the revelation, wasn't he, before lockdown? Um, and you just wonder if he's had a good... He's, he's clearly got a great attitude. Pat obviously loves him. And maybe maybe Purdy will get the nod. So that's my kind of slightly controversial um, selection is that Morahan on one wing and, and maybe Purdy starts on the other. Okay. Happy to be knocked down, but there you go. Made my reasons clear. Lee, what, what, what do you think of that? Purdy or Leoa for you? I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I agree with Pete. It's every pod, Lee. Every pod. I, know, I hate I to know. say it, but I agree with Pete. I know. I, I mean, I do think, I mean, whoever plays on that wing will will be brilliant for us. I mean, both, yeah. both of those guys have been absolutely superb. So it's a, really is a flip of a coin for me. But I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of what I've seen from, from Purdy. Um, and it's, it's, it's a bit, you know, Alipati's brilliant and he does so much work, like so much unseen work. He's such yeah. a good team player. And then, but then you've got the pace of Birdie and the power and, you know, it, it's a tricky one. But, but for me, it's, it is a flip of a coin. But you're going Purdy, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going Purdy. Yeah. Yes. Good point. See, I, 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 I favour Alapati. I, yeah, I think do, I, I think he will <laughs> I think he will start um and I think Pat will go for that uh, South Pacific yeah. power. Um right, let's let's move on then. So oh well Miles, what do you hey, think? I'm so talking we, about South Pacific power. <laughs> Miles. Miles. <laughs> so, Leua, Purdy, or have you got somebody uh, else on I, the mind? My, my, I think, I think I'm going to have to agree with Tony, sadly. I think Leua to start. Maybe then Purdy will be on the bench because he's a solid performer. Um, but I think Alapati's proven to Pat that he's a, you know, absolutely solid and you know, he'll want some solid South Island muscle on that thing. So, yeah. And full back, Miles? No, no, give him him an extra couple of minutes. Give him an extra couple of minutes. Um, Right, so um, that was... uh, That was Pete, wasn't it, talking about the wingers? Let's go to Lee for the centres. Well, I mean, is there any point in in talking about the outside centre at all, really? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Because okay. we'll, 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 right. we'll so, I was going to say. So I'm going for Piers O'Connor. <laughs> 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 oh, 
obviously, big, uh, big semi is for me is outside centre, um, and you know it's actually it was a really good debate with um, we had a good debate with Matt, you know Matt Crew, uh, you know long time minister, and uh, Marcus Watts about inside centre, and you know what I'm gonna I'm obviously if I can get Perdian on the wing, that's great. I did suggest that he could play inside but you know I'm going to bow down to their superior knowledge and, and I, I think Siali's got got to be inside centre with Sam Bedlow is uh, is a massive kicking back up for um, you know all eventualities really OK so um, I had Siali Piatau and Semi Radraja as well what about you Miles what's your thoughts uh, I, I can't disagree. I mean, they seem an obvious pair to be picked, really. Siali um, and Samirad Raja. I mean, absolute class inside and outside centre. I can't see Pat picking any different, really. I mean, yeah, as I said, you know, there's some solid backups um, with Piers O'Connor and um, Sam Bedlow possibly on the bench. But to start, yeah, we've got to try and smash Saracens and show, show if we can dominate them. So, yeah, it seems an obvious, obvious pair to me. And any... Any dissent from you, Pete? No, no, I'm, I'm a, I agree. I, I had Siali and um, Semi, the double S. Yeah. SAS, Siali and Semi. There we in are. The middle. Do you know what, boys? I've got to say, as we're going through these, the, the, this team now, I mean, how exciting is this? Yeah. I mean, some of these names that we're, we're picking off now, Jesus. This is like, this is. I know, they better blue him win. Talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so exciting, isn't it? You know, we're we're like less than a week away now to the start, and like you know, we're you know going to be chomping it a bit for it. Right. Oh, oh Pete, can you keep the kids Sorry. down? Come on, kids! Kids are running riot. Sorry. Okay. I just I thought that was miles. I'll just give them a couple of cans of Thatchers. They're all right. And calm down in a minute. Make make sure they drink it through a straw, though. Extra yeah. extra bubbles. Um, okay, now um, Miles, let's test your knowledge. Do you, do you think uh, it will be Paul Hull then starting at fullback for Bristol? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's been a great signing. I mean, you know, a marquee player that he is. I mean, I can't see Pat being anyone any different, really. Uh, I mean, you know, Charles Pieter was a bit, a bit rubbish. I don't, I don't know if I'd, I'd just put him on the bench if I were you, to be honest, lads. Uh, so, all To be fair, Miles, Miles could have chosen Luke Daniels, maybe. Yeah, this is... Yeah. <laughs> Well, who you know? Who else would you put other than than Sir Charles at uh, fullback at the moment? No, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, you can. Who else? I think it's obvious, obvious choice, really. Okay, yeah. so so there we have our, our lineup. So we're going Woolmore, Thacker, Sinclair, Vui, Atwood, Luatoa, Hughes, Thomas, Randall, Sheedy. Leoa or Purdy on one wing, Siali Piatau, Radraja, Morahan, and Charles Piatau at fullback. Now, rather than come to all of you. Who's Mark, who's Mark Morahan? Is he a new player? Luke Morahan. Mark Morrison. Luke. Mark, what, return of the Mac? Let's, let's just, let's, let's just call, call him the wizard. Tony, can I, can I just say, Tony? Yeah. 
you pronounced every single one of those names correctly, and that has never happened on podcast so far. To be so, fair, so 37, and you finally got it right, mate. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go through eight subs now, so I got plenty of opportunity to to get it wrong. <laughs> so, so what I saw was a, a backup front front row of Jan Thomas, Will Capon, and John Afoa. Yeah. Um, I disagree with that. Well, what about Ben Byrne as backup for Saka? Brian Byrne. Brian, even. <laughs> no, I've, seen, I've ruined it. I've ruined it. Uh, um, no, I think I think you Pat, think Will's going to get the. I, I think Will again. I think yeah. Pat's got this philosophy that he wants to bring young players on, and the only way you bring them on is is actually get them playing games. Um, so uh, I think those that, that's the backup front row, and then I've put um, Earl and. Joe Joyce. Joyce, so, I was going to say that. So Earl for the back row, Joyce for um, the second row, but that leaves Mitch Eady out of the, you know, the twenty-three, yeah. um, which just felt well, felt felt I, awkward I, to me. I just think I just think getting the same point we made with Ben Earl before. I mean, you, you know, the boys have got to work their way back in, and you know. Um, Joycey was fantastic, wasn't he? Before the lockdown, all season he, he did. He was, you know, he went every game he played. He did his job. I just think, I think Mitchidi understands that he, he's got a really, you know, it's all very well in training, but you know, he'll, he'll get his chance. And if he if he gets his chance, and he, you know, it keeps him fresh, keeps these boys fresh. They can't just walk into the side. So I, I'm with you there, Tone. And as we talked about on the the podcast, the last couple of podcasts, there's going to be such a need to rotate with these midweek games. Yeah. Everyone is going to get a, a fair crack at, uh, at starting. Uh, and then for the backs, if we went with a 5-3 split, Andy Uren as the um, scrum half backup. Yeah. Um, if Malin's is fit I'd put him there as the kind of full back uh, fly half back up double option Um, if if, if he isn't then I wonder whether Pat will keep going with uh, Yian Lloyd um, yeah. And then I'm the- going to disagree with that one. I just sorry, just to interject quickly. I think Tiff Eden. Is, I think Tiff should really get an opportunity if we're talking. If we're going down, I just think the, the kid's got so much talent, and I really think he needs to be on the pitch. Yeah, see, we, I mean, we were talking about this at the start of the season. We assumed that he'd he'd be that backup, and then Yain yeah, Lloyd was there for the bath game wasn't he is uh, on the yeah. bench so why why would pat change now i suppose is my my question and then i, I put piers o'connor as the um the the other the other sub to to give some yeah. cover at center yeah um but that that still leaves some some really good names that um don't uh, don't make the match day 23 but uh, anyway we won't have to wait long um and let's see how close we are um with those predictions and uh, if anybody's listening, um, you know, tell us what you think on Twitter, whether we've we've got these right or wrong or whether Pat's going to pull any surprises on us. Um, another bit of Bristol Bears news then is that um, talking of injuries, we know Chris Cook is going to be out until September. So we have signed on uh, loan for the rest of the season, Tom Kessel. 
Um, 30-year-old scrum half who played for Coventry, I believe, last season, but before that was at Northampton. Um, also played uh, for Cornish Pirates. Um, any thoughts on that? Let me come to Pete. Are you surprised that we've signed a uh, another scrum half when we've got... Um, well, we had four, and if, if Cook's only going to be out till September... Um, yeah. Um, a surprise to you or a necessity to have that, that backup really. specialist I mean, position? I think it's a short-term loan, isn't it? I mean, it's covering our backs. Um, my only, uh, to be honest, my, my big surprise is I think Chris Cook had a back injury, didn't he? And to me, that's like what old blokes get. Back well, he's injury, he's you know, like when you're bending over to pick up some of your shopping or something, yeah. and that worries me a bit. Is like, I mean, if it was like a, you know, a hamstring or a broken leg or a, you know, a sort of a hard, you know, a back injury to me is the sort of thing that middle-aged blokes get. I, I, I that worried me a little bit. I, you know, having I bigged him up quite a lot actually when we, we signed him, saying you know, really experienced, and I always worry about back injuries. They, they to me, that's kind of they can go on and on and on can't they and so you know it seemed like obviously Pat was a bit worried about that and you know the young lad Boyland who we've got is obviously not really match ready you know straight away so I don't know anything about this guy I mean if he's 30 as well let's hope he doesn't get a back injury when he turns up so uh, you know fingers crossed that that Harry Randall and and Andy Uren will be all right and do the job for us but yeah it, it seems pretty sensible really okay Right, well, let's let's move on. You're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. Are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Buzzsprout, and many more platforms. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or rating for the show. You can contact us with your comments and ideas by email at bearsbeyondthegate at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at Bears Beyond Gate, and on Facebook, you can like and follow our Bears Beyond the Gate page now when we last met on the 22nd of july and talked about um there was no news around refunds for season card holders and for match tickets obviously that news came out on the 5th of august and uh, there were three options one was to uh, give the remaining uh, money to the academy but then you got free tickets if games are played at ashton gate option two was to have a credit plus 10 percent on your um ticket or season card purchases uh, for next year or option three was a a full refund so i'd like to come to miles first um and refund and and talk about um the, the the time of the announcement really this came out i think it came up on the website or and on social media about five o'clock on wednesday the 5th of august and then people had until um 5 p.m on sunday the 9th of august to register what options they wanted to choose or what option they wanted to choose but the default was um all the money went to the academy if you didn't pick one of the other options what what do you think about that timing and that default choice miles uh yeah, I think it's pretty poor. I mean, I think if you'd sort of looked around all the other clubs and social media, um, it feels like we were one of the last people to get the options on as season ticket holders. I mean, to be given information on Wednesday and make a choice by Sunday isn't great, 
especially as like most people in August, you're on your you're on a jolly holidays. Um, yeah, I, the choices weren't were, were pretty predictable from what I'd read from all the other clubs about donating to academy credit and a refund. So I think that was that was what I was expecting, but. Um, yeah, and I guess they had little choice. I mean, there's a game on Saturday, but it's you know very last minute, um, and I think sort of information from the club has been lacking to say the least over the last month. And yeah, I mean it's something, but a bit little, a bit late. I mean, I, I don't know what you, you guys think about that. Can I say something? You certainly sure. can. I mean, how many people have got... I mean, I, I see what you're saying, Miles, but come on. We've got... We, we, we're probably predicting this. We've all got smartphones. It's not as if you don't get your emails wherever you are. I mean, it didn't take me long to make my mind up. I mean, um, I, I don't know. I mean, the club... Yeah, you could make a little argument that they were a bit late in doing it, but maybe they... We, we mentioned this on the last one when you... I don't think you were on that pod, were you, Miles? But, um, I, was on, I was on a holiday. When, uh, when uh, we, we, you know, they obviously were waiting to see if there'd been... Was there was any chance of, of of spectators going to the um, to the to actually watch live games? So I, I think in some ways you could make an argument. Bristol did the right thing to wait on a bit, and it wasn't as if we didn't know really what the choices would be. No, I mean, how long does it take to make your mind up? I mean, it didn't take me long. <laughs> I just decided what I was going to do, and I did it. So I, you know, I mean, I, I I'm down in blooming deepest darkest Devon with about it's not even four G. It's like an H plus whatever, and I still managed to get my email. And, uh, and and did the job. So whilst I respect what you're saying, Miles, I, I not, think mate. we can Clearly overplay. <laughs> I don't think we should moan about it just for the sake of it. I think we could overplay that a little bit. But I respect what you're saying. We like it. All the fans like a good moan, though, Pete. And yeah, and I know that. Lot, I agree. Lot, I there's, been a lot, there's been a lot, a lot of dissent on social media about well, the lack of communication over the last two weeks. I, I, I kind of with Miles on this one. I think um, because I think just four days to make the decision in the middle of the holiday period. And I know what you mean. People have got smartphones, um, but not everybody has a, a an email account that they check day in day out, or even an email account. I'm, th- I'm thinking of some of the um, uh, people maybe at either age of the age spectrum. Um, that uh, well, you like self tone. That, that, that's right, young younger ones like me, and uh, exactly. the, the, the more senior ones. Um, and I think from the club as well, they they've obviously kept all this cash for much longer than virtually every other Premiership club. Um, and I kind of. Mm, by a little bit into the the kind of we were waiting to see whether we could get people into the stadium but I, I think that's been pretty clear for, for quite a long time that um, that's unlikely to happen before October um, Lee let me come to you then um, what are your thoughts? Because option one, which was the acad- give the money to the academy then you got the free tickets um, you know I think, was it the day after then we had the announcement that all the games would be on BT Sport anyway? Um, Can can you see people being in the stadium for a league game this season? I I can, I mean, there was a a time I think we we were all kind of, you know, keeping everything crossed that we we would be able to get back in. And especially because obviously we've got such a a fantastic stadium down there and I thought if anyone's got the chance of being back, it would be be asked 
Um, but obviously, over the last couple of weeks, we've had local lockdowns lock, uh, lock and, you know, things have gone backwards slightly. Um, I don't think we're going to be watching any, any rugby down there now until, you know, at the earliest next season. But I, I am going to... I do take your point and Miles' point, and, and that's completely valid. But I am going to stick up for the old budgie smuggler. Because <laughs> oh, you let us down. I, I, I do I do think that I mean we we have been debating this for a while and and there was only ever three options so I do take the point that a lot of people are going to be away on holiday at the moment um, a bit like the three of you basically leaving me on my own yeah, um, I'm not bitter at all but, um, <laughs> but I do think these options were were always going to be the three options because every other club like you say have you know already offered that up. And I do, I do take the point that the club were leaving it to the last possible minute for that reason. So I will defend the club in, in that respect. But uh, I think, like Pete said, really, it doesn't really take that long to to actually make your mind up and go oh, click a button, option one, two, or three. So I, I'm sorry, boys, I'm going to have to do it again. But I am going to stick up for uh, for for the guy who's eternally on holiday. That's going to be your on your gravestone, isn't it? <laughs> your epitaph. I, I, I just can't wait for the games to start again, so we can start arguing yeah, again. Have, yeah, we haven't had a good argument for a while, have we? I know. I, I'm sure. It's, it's I'm sure. Way too much of a loving. I'm sure. A COVID uh, loving. I'm, I, I hate it. I'm sure it won't be. It won't be long. Well, a couple of fans have put polls up. Uh, Zoe Ashton put one on the Bristol Bears supporters group on Facebook, and Matt Croop uh, did one on Twitter, um, which I. I think it's still open so these these figures for might might well change but i think the facebook one is closed but uh, about an hour ago I, I i looked at the numbers and combined um both the twitter and facebook polls uh and roughly well not roughly it is 32 percent of people that have responded to the poll and there's about 300 people that responded between the two polls 32 percent have chosen option one 64 percent have chosen option two the credit and around four percent have cha- chosen option three which is the full refund pete let me come to you um just uh, on those numbers but also I want to get your opinion on the refund option because you know we have talked over several pods and you yourself has made, made the point that you know everybody's circumstances are different and for some people actually getting that that money back uh, will be really important to them yeah. um, but how do you feel the the club has handled the fact that if you do ask for a cash refund that's it you're you are no longer a season card holder yeah, I mean, I think that that perhaps that is an area that I could. Do. Can I before I answer that? Can I just say I don't know the girl at all, but I'm, I'm sure it was Zoe Ashdown that did the um, did the poll on on the um, on Facebook. It was Zoe yeah. Ashton. Um, that might be someone it's, else. It's who did just, another poll on that, something else. That's, but, um, just, that's just my just, pronunciation. Just, just to fill you up on that tone. You know, you're not known. Obviously, you know something that you're known for. Um, yeah, I. <sighs> It's a difficult one. I mean, we, we, we were we going to say what we did? We we were going to. I mean, is it up to us if we want to say what our options were? Because I mean, I'm happy to to divulge yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. choice. I mean, I, I went for option two, the credit, because I I can cope with that. Um, I've got to say, there was part of me that. And, and uh, this might be controversial. I apologise to all of the millions of listeners out there, but yeah, I, 
the, the thought of like donating to the academy when we've just opened a world class training centre, it makes me think that do we really, you know, do they need the money? Um, I mean, we know Steve Lansdowne is is, in, is investing in infrastructure and stuff like that, which is fantastic. So I kind of think, well, this is we're, we're giving money to an academy who may have a chance to work in this like world class training centre. I, I kind of felt maybe if it had been contribution to the grass, you know, to the combination or something like that, would, would have been a, a slightly better PR move. But that's just my own little opinion on that. Um, yeah, I, I do think that's a bit dis- disrespectful to, to season ticket holders that if you go for the refund you're you know you're kind of thrown out you know you're thrown out with the uh, what's the phrase with the with the dishwater so yeah maybe that, I, I'm, I'm with you with that tone it's uh, you know people Bristol's a, a mixed city isn't it I mean we're obviously all of us are very ha- very lucky living in our gentrified castles in BS3 and Southfield but you know a lot of people don't have that and they need that money back so yeah no I think it's a good point tone Okay, and I think um, I mean I certainly picked option two. Um, I, I mine was more on the basis that um, you know you've got a free ticket if you picked option one. I just can't see that happening, no. um, and I was quite happy to have the the credit. And then if by chance any games were played at Ashton Gate for the nineteen twenty season, I'd be quite happy for that credit to be used up buying buying tickets. Um, and um, still felt with option two. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm not taking money out of the club, albeit that. No, I mean, they, and as you rightly said, they probably used our money anyway um, already. So, um, no, I think yeah, it's fair enough, isn't it? Okay. Well, uh, I, I don't so, know. Tony, can I can I just can I just say because obviously you didn't ask my opinion on it. I mean, <laughs> the, the people that. Or Miles, you know. I just, want, I just want to say, I just want to say, oh, well, we obviously know Miles' opinion. You know where that's going to come from, but you know, listen, the, the option free. I, I, I think that's it, it is it is pretty low on the club because, yeah. uh, like Pete had said, I mean, you know, everyone has, um, you know, we're all we, we, in our own different ways. We're all going to be struggling, and people, uh, some people need that money, and. Um, you know, to, to use Pete's analogy, you know, to be you kind of thrown out with a dishwater. You know, a lot of people do need that money, and to be to be almost kind of, um, I think it's disre- disregarded almost. You know, I, I don't I, I, that really doesn't sit very well with me. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, Bristol as a club. We're made up, our fan base is made up of loads of different, all different classes. And I think what makes Bristol unique, um, well, certainly in, in the Southwest, is that, you know, we've got areas like Wibbywood, Noel West, we've got Southmead. We all love Bristol, you know, we've got Clifton, we've got, you know, Westbury on Trim. And that's what makes us unique as a club. And I think actually taking. Um, taking, you know, that stance that basically you kind of, you know, as a season ticket holder, you're kind of not not going to be, um, yeah, you're going to be completely disregarded. And I think that's really wrong, mate. I mean, at the at the end of the day, um, that that's what makes us different to to Bath, for instance. You know, they're, they're all poshies. Um, you, you can afford to probably invest in all the, you know, the, the academy and stuff. That's fine, but that, that wasn't. That, that's not an issue. That's not an option for everyone who supports Bristol. And, and I think that that point really does need to be made. 
Well said there, Luke. Well said. And I think also, I mean, it's it's not a great option for the fans who've been there for years. And you would hope at least, I think Pete might have said this in our little group, that they're not forgotten when it comes to renewing that season, really. And they're not just tossed off and their seats given away. So that's the least the club can do. And I I do hope they do help me do that. Yeah, I sincerely hope nobody's tossed off uh, as a result of this, oh, Miles. Family show, family <laughs> um, show. Let's let, let's move on now. If 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 we've all all, all had our say on that, um, training facilities. The um, club held its um, press launch, its official opening of the what's it, the High Performance Centre, the Bristol Bears High Performance Centre. Um, and I just wanted to get your your observations um, around what you saw and what what came out uh, sort of like new information for you. I'll, I'll kick things off, and um, I was going to say the old sign writer who got the contract for 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 the centre has been busy because uh, there's slogans over every wall, and I know that's kind of a thing that we we see with professional sports clubs now. But uh, I was uh, quite taken by the the, the number of uh, motivational slogans that were all over the place um, let, let's go to uh, let's go to Lee what what were your thoughts on, on seeing those those new facilities Tony I was really hoping you wouldn't come to me this time because I haven't seen any of them so can I, can I pass on this particular subject to Miles <laughs> well you know, yeah fair enough I mean you know this the, 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 the sort of it was leaked quite a few weeks ago and we, we have chatted about this on the podcast haven't we uh, about the facilities. I mean, I haven't noticed all the, the sign writing. Obviously, it's something Tony wants above his front door, by the sounds of it, a bit of motivational speech. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 well, Tony's uh, wife wants it above the front yeah. door. <laughs> I'll tell you what, working with you three... Oh, every, come on, you just said it was a family show, Pete. Uh, working with you three every every episode, I need a bit of motivation. <laughs> That's enough, is it, Tony? Yeah, that's motivation. <laughs> but, you know, I, we, I think we've seen quite a lot of facilities now. They look absolutely fantastic. I mean, I think they've been described in all the rugby press as pretty much, I mean, I, mean, I don't know if I'm wrong here, but pretty much the best in the world. I mean, and looking at the amount that's been spent by Steve Lansdowne, um, it's not going to be hard to attract absolutely world-class players year after year after year. And, yeah, I mean, some of the, the slogans and the sign writing about what they want to win, what they want to achieve, is it's great motivation. And, I mean, I hope we do fantastically. And, I, you know, with those facilities, Facilities, massive indoor 40 pits. You can train there when it's you know midwinter. I mean, yeah. you know, it should be fantastic. And there's, there's no excuse really for the for the players not to really thrive under those conditions. Can I, My, can, I, Miles, I, I, can I just can I, I just say, Miles, if, if they put if they actually if they regrass that if they reseeded that grass area that you were worried about a few weeks ago I was worried yeah yeah I mean my, I sent my mate down the road up in the middle of the night to put a bit of seed down <laughs> I was appalled wasn't I <laughs> can I can I also add I don't know if you boys saw that clip where Pat was explaining who has the lockers and stuff mm, like that yeah. did you see that clip on I Twitter did, yeah. and, you know the most number of appearances they the first per, got choose where they wanted the locker and then things like you know as people you know, as a motivation that you know you've got moved down the hierarchy. I was thinking about appearances on Bears Beyond the Gate, thinking poor old Miles, he's like got some little shed in the garden when the rest of us are in the living room, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. I, um, I think it's still got your stinky, stinky speedos from the yeah. last episode. Still in it, mate. In all yeah. seriousness, I, I did. I, 
that was the one bit I saw that. I, I thought that was quite interesting from Pat. You know, he's building in all this sort of motivation within there. My only worry with these sort of things, I mean, it makes me laugh when you call something a high-performance centre. It's like, well, you're not going to call it a medium-performance centre, are you? Or like an average-performance <laughs> centre. And it is, it's, I think in the business they call it a tautology. It's like, say, absolute silence. It's like, well, you have silence, you don't. You know, performance has got to be performance. And um, I just think... Um, I just hope we're not setting ourselves up for like a bit of a fall here. I mean, you can't knock it, but Miles alluded to that. You know, God, if we start, if we lose like three games in a row, it will be, it will feel bad, won't it? When we've got this amazing place, but you know, it's a long-term thing as well, and and you know we can't knock it. I mean, Steve Lansdowne, we know, is is, is invested in infrastructure. It's, I think that's a fantastic thing he's done for the for everybody, um, and this is just an extra thing on top. And you know, what can we say? I mean, my only disappointment is that we didn't get invited to the press launch. Tone, what happened there? Well, I I, I was on holiday last week. I you know I'm one of these people that don't check me emails every day like you, no. Pete. Must must have got lost. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll check. <laughs> The, um, the the junk folder to see if uh, see yeah. if it's in there. But yes, it was disappointing. As one of the major media sources of Bristol Bears news, we well, we didn't we the didn't only get regular invite. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, just just moving things on because um, time time is uh, yep. starting to tick by. Um, the, the pitches, the outdoor pitches, the uh, Boy and Lansdowne pitches, four uh, G, just like the ones in Ashton Gate. And you think our academy will be training on a pitch that's better than the wreck. So uh, that that, that made me smile. And one of the other things, just to round off this little um, uh, section, was about the gym. I don't know if you saw that, that everybody's got their individual gym station um, with an iPad uh, and their workouts are all programmed into that iPad, which certainly when you look at most rugby clubs, uh, you know, I've, I've not seen anything like that. But it did make me think, you know, with the pranksters, there are bound to be in that squad. You know, as poor Yarn Lloyd going to turn up one day and he's got Nathan Hughes's uh, bench press programme. So um, I, I, I hope they're very well password protected. Otherwise, I can see some some interesting workouts there for the for the boys. So, Tony, I just want to, you mentioned for the 4G pitches up there. I just wanted to ask the, the boys, actually, do you think, because obviously, you know, training on 4G pitches, fantastic, because you can go out there, you know, any time of year, you know, any weather. But, you know, I'm a traditionalist, and I quite like, because we play on grass. Well, it's, um, sorry, it's, 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 it, it mirrors the, the pitch at Ashton Gate. It's that hybrid 4G oh, okay. grass. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so and no. If, and, if, and if the worst comes to the worst, they can always go down and, and train at Ashton Park School or something on the school pitch if it, in preparation for a muddy game or something like that. I just, I just, so I just, just think big John, big John Afoa would love that, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles has got several acres. Well, I'm no, sure he could yeah. he could hand over for for, for grass well, training. Yeah, I mean next season I'm talking like 2021. We've still got to play at Worcester and Newcastle. You've got properly plastic pitches, haven't they? And if if Sarries come back up, then they have two. So it's it's not going to be a bad thing to train on those facilities in in prep for those three uh, those three games. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I just think if it's the if it mirrors the pitch at Ashton Gate, that's fine because obviously we we know that's like a kind of blend of grass and 
Um, you know, and, and artificial. That's that's great. But mm. training on just artificial for me, no, no, I think wouldn't wouldn't be a great thing. But yeah, thanks for clearing that up. And that's it for tonight. We'll be back reporting on what we hope is a a significant win over Saracens at the weekend. We'll speak to you next week. Yeah.